Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Only Murders in the Building, Season 2. Now this sends the investigation into a whole new direction. Hello, and welcome back to a podcast about a television show, about a podcast about true crime podcasts. I'm your host, Nate Shelton, and this is our spoiler-free review for Only Murders in the Building Season 2, Episodes 1 to 6. As always, special thanks to Disney Plus Canada for giving us the opportunity to watch these episodes early for review. Now, keep in mind, this review will be spoiler-free, and as I mentioned, we've only seen the first six episodes. Uh, But before we get started, if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me for this review, like me, he enjoys a good dip, and he also looks great in a hoodie is the only murderer in my building, Justin Lawrence. How you doing, buddy? Oh, buddy, I am so happy that this show has returned to our lives. It's, <sighs> uh, and it's hard to believe that it hasn't even been a year since it left, but... it's uh, crazy, Lo right? and behold, we are back at the Arconia. I am stoked. I am very much happy about dude, this. Dude, we, it's, it, we reviewed the first season in August of 2021 because it came out on my birthday uh, in, in, in yeah. that year. And then in October, uh, you got to interview the creator of the show, John Hoffman. Yeah. Which, I mean, John, yeah. if you're listening, uh, you know, once you, we see the season two finale... Let's get you on, dude. I think, you know what, Justin, now that you guys are friends, maybe you yeah. can reach out to him. I would love, I would absolutely love to have him on for another discussion about this season because already six episodes in, I am like hook, line, sinker. Let's go. And John, listen, if you, again, if you are listening, anyone else kicking around the Arconia that you want to bring along with you, we're totally cool with that too. Uh, or just yourself, whoever, whoever you got. Uh, but before we spill our gut milk all over this season. Uh, Let me give you an update on where we are in season two. Following the shocking death of Arconia board president Bunny Folger, Charles, Oliver, and Mabel race to unmask her killer. However, three unfortunate complications ensue. The trio is publicly implicated in Bunny's homicide. They're now the subjects of a competing podcast, and they have to deal with a bunch of New York neighbors who all think they committed murder. Only Murders in the Building hails from co-creator and co-creators and writers Steve Martin and John Hoffman. Martin and Hoffman executive produce along with Martin Short, Selena Gomez, Dan Fogelman, and Jess Rosenthal. This season two will debut tomorrow on June 28th, if you're listening to this episode, as it drops. And that will be on Hulu in the United States and here in Canada on Disney Plus through Star. Uh, so, Justin, let's get right into it. I want to just start off by saying the writing in this series continues to be so delightful and self-referential. One of my favorite things that they kind of immediately bring up is the fact that, uh, you know, I think Oliver says something about a season two of a crime podcast just never works. And it's just so, it's just so perfect. Um, it's just so fun to hang out with this this main cast. And, 
after the the last season and and coming into this season, you really get the sense that they've all grown closer uh, and know each other so much more by the way the show's written. Yeah, the the show is is written in a way that feels confident, feels very aware of itself. Yeah. It knows what it's what it's doing in this second season. It's elevating the stakes in in a way that doesn't feel unlikely for this series. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like they're far reaching. Mm-hmm. It is appropriate. It's the appropriate amount of a step forward in a season two while bringing all the best parts of season one along the way. So I think that everything about what we saw in these episodes just to me speaks about the confidence in the show knowing its vision and tone Mm -hmm. from from both the murder mystery side and the comedic side they got it down they have a formula and i think that formula is just very much rooted in good writing and great performances from your cast that believe these characters that want to tell the story of these characters and honestly i i applaud it i think it's i feel like it's a master class of of how to do you know funny and dark humor meshed so well together absolutely i mean there's there's so many moments where i was laughing there's moments in this season uh where i was crying um you know i think steve martin and martin short again are so excellent like they're just so perfect together obviously they've been working together for uh, you know ever but it's impossible not to smile whenever they're interacting and then as i said we get some incredible really powerful moments from both of them this season in in different episodes. Steve Martin gives an incredible performance in episode four that honestly got me teary-eyed twice, actually. There's once, well, I won't say who the new characters oh, are, but scene. you know the scenes, right? There's there's yeah. two moments. I know the scene. I cried. Right? I cried, it's yeah. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. And, you know, without spoiling things, in this, you know, season one is where we got uh, so much of Mabel's past, but I think this time we get to dive deeper into Charles' past, Oliver's past, and the past of the entire Arconia while Mabel sort of focuses on her future. Yeah, I, I think that the success of this season is definitely diving deeper into the history of the other characters outside of season one where we did spend a lot more time with Mabel, but we got layers uh, of Charles and Oliver's history uh, in season one, and here it is is definitely being explored further, yeah. which which I just think, you know, again, deepens the the significance of of them as a trio together. Totally. I, I think that it kind of highlights the fact that they don't know as much about each other than they think they do. And I think that the new mystery of this season is definitely challenging their friendship at the same time and challenging themselves to kind of be open with one another and, and vulnerable with one another. And I think that that manifests itself through specific moments throughout this this season thus far. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really well done. But we still get to see, um, you know, I think, some of their flaws definitely uh, come through in this season. Oh, yeah. And and we I think that's explored more. And, and it's, it's just kind of awesome, though. Again, you, you kind of brought up the idea of a formula. And this season feels like it's following the same formula as season one with a lot of moments that are kind of repeated, but but elevated at the same time. And I love that. I love the idea that we could get uh, a season three and sort of just you know, kind of be like, okay, well, you know, without saying anything, like, who's moving into the, you know, who's moving into Sting's apartment this time around, right? Like, I think it's kind of a neat idea that they could keep repeating a lot of these, these, these things as we get to sort of know and love them uh, from the season one all the way. I was, I had it referenced as more loving callbacks to the first season yeah. rather than repetition. Yeah. They're just they're they're callbacks to the first season with different takes on them and and new new ways to kind of elevate that part of the story. So, I think that there's there's so much that 
this season does to just continue the success the the vibrancy of the show from the first season into the second season and just elevating the stakes yeah. you know raising the stakes and and making it far more compelling and going further with a season 2 it works it works really well because it's 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 compelling television that's really enjoyable and and even down to the the casting i mean i want to bring up the idea of yeah. of sort of you know with with selena gomez the first time around i remember coming into this and just being like i really don't know what to expect just because most of my exposure to selena gomez's work was you know her her younger days and 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 kind of more on the the disney side and so getting to see her uh again just so wonderful in this role as Mabel. We get to see her go on a different journey than before, but but they also did what I think is another sort of round of stunt casting uh, with this new character. Um, she, you know, we see Mabel kind of go on this new journey that's sprung up by uh, Cara Delevingne's character, Alice. And I gotta say, I again, this is another situation where I'm going back to my memories of t- tuning into season one and just being shocked by how captivating she is. I think she's doing an incredible job. And again, she's she's fresh. She's new. Um, and yeah, I'm just really digging her. And what and, you know, again, without saying anything, it's hard to talk about this series without spoilers. But to see what she's kind of mm. bringing to our, our cast of characters so far has been really exciting. And I'm, I'm really interested to see well, where that relationship goes. Cara Delevingne, uh, as an addition to this already existing ensemble, it fits really, really well. And it, it is probably one of the more important uh, relationships that we will see unfold throughout this season. But that being said, there's there's a variety of, of new faces, yeah. uh, you know, uh, that that make an appearance. Um, and I, I feel like where we see them and how we see them, uh, they fit so well into the existing world and story that is only murders in the building. Yep. Um, and I and I love it. And I don't think that it's it's so far fetched to say that many of the people that are acting in this aren't really doing as much acting as just bringing a version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there seems to be such a natural, fun, honest uh, approach to everyone's performance that seems to step into the series that, you know, again, it just it's one of the reasons why I love this show so much. It's just found its own pocket of how it does its thing from a story standpoint, from a performative standpoint, from even just a musical standpoint. Like yeah. every time I hear the songs and the, the piano ballads and everything, it's just it's so charming and whimsical and it, it has so much fun with what it's doing, but yet feels effortless and incredibly honest, right? Yeah, so. and you, you mentioned it, the additional cast. I mean, I love that we get to see Howard popping up uh, more times this yeah. season. He's absolutely incredible. He's one of my favorites. And I also have to shout out the incredible Jane Houdichel, uh, who is just absolutely remarkable. Uh, it's it's Again, it's just so much fun to see the lives of all these people in the Arconia. And it feels like we're getting to know the Arconia more and the community more this season exactly. as well. And I, I absolutely love that. And I asked, I just got to shout out before we get to kind of our overall thoughts, the comedy this season is, is fantastic. It still really hits. And I think again, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, as you said, it's bringing us these callbacks. Like we, we still get to like again. I love all the the old people moments from Charles and Oliver, and we still get a sure. lot of those. Yeah. There's a moment where Charles is messaged uh, from a, a younger character, and he just absolutely has no idea <laughs> what she's saying. Uh, and they kind of have that as a running joke, even even going so far as to then sort of refresh it where Mabel doesn't even understand 
what this younger character mm-hmm. is saying. Um, and I love that. And I love how they're kind of taking these these things that we know and sort of flipping them as well. Like there's also a moment where where Mabel is, you know, we got Charles and Oliver talking to each other about some stuff that happened. I think during the, I don't even remember what presidency it was, but they're just going off on all these people that were a part of this thing. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm, I'm so stoked on this. Um, is there anything else you wanted to kind of mention? Touching on the comedy aspect. Yeah. Like I think that again, it comes down to the confidence. It doesn't need to be overtly comedic. It, the comedy is now found its place. It can have fun with mixing the murder mystery portion of it with the comedy. It's first season. It really did define the comedy. And yeah. I think here it's now just part of the world that is only murders in the building. Yeah, like right? we're we're so. we're at this place now in season two where we can look at we can see something happen and even though it might not necessarily be directed as a joke if it's something that's funny we can be like oh that's such an oliver thing or that's such a charles yeah, exactly. thing right exactly. that's such a mabel thing so it's yeah. it's awesome how we're already here uh in season 2 and feeling that way but um yeah. listen let's uh again it's it, i want to say so much more about the amazing things we saw in this season but Obviously, that will have to wait, Justin. Let's get to our overall thoughts uh, on these first six episodes, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five butchered bunnies. Mm, very <laughs> fitting for this <laughs> these episodes. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, again, we, we've gotten six episodes, but the series continues to be incredibly entertaining and, and just such a delight. Uh, coming into a season two and in some ways I think it's even better than the first season in, in how it really focuses on our main characters and their relationships and and some we we've met in last season as well as new characters that have joined mm-hmm. uh, for season two but again the focus on the trio of Charles Oliver and Mabel continues to just be the heart of the series uh, even more so a, a, a in this season as it further explores them as characters but also this new mystery does kind of challenge their their friendship and test their friendship which really reveals them trying to know learn more of each other outside of just their general interest of you know true crime podcast right like they're they're shaping their own relationship through these these events um you know this season is 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 funnier in some ways and and more involving because we're dealing with established characters in an established world so it's only natural that things would 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 scale up but as i was saying earlier like it n- it never feels like it's scaled up so far that it's just like it's implausible right ba- for a season 2 it it feels very fitting it feels very appropriate especially how we're now opening it up outside of the trio and seeing more new characters mm-hmm. um all the new characters fit really well into the existing story, but more than anything, as I was saying almost at the top here, was that it's it's the season f- is so confident in its vision, its tone, and its comedy, and I think that that has a lot to do with with the showrunner and the writing and and, and just the collaboration all all around with John Hoffman and Steve Martin and and Martin Short and Selena Gomez and everyone wanting to just do, tell the best story that they can. Yeah. It just it shows that this 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 series feels very much like a a, a a love letter to true crime stories to to murder mysteries to to comedy in general uh, all at once. Um, I know we only got a few select episodes, but I think that 
this is this is going to be a hit. Yeah. It's, it's everything we love about the first season continued and deepened in the second season. The mystery is is intriguing and everything feels appropriately elevated for, a, you know, a round two of seeing these characters. Um, and it doesn't lose the charm and it doesn't lose the heart from the first season. So, yeah, uh, five out of five butchered bunnies. A hundred percent. This show is this show is right. Does not disappoint. I just can't wait yeah. for I was just... for the last three episodes because <laughs> uh, I think it is, it's ten episodes right that we're we're gonna be getting this season yeah and we only yeah we got six yeah. so we'll need four more four more. Oh, four more see i can't do math look at me i'd be terrible in a crime investigation uh this this yeah this season is shaping up to be i think even even better bringing back this incredible cast and then expanding their stories like you were saying and then even giving us the stories of all the people around them in the arconia was just it's so delightful so much fun and I think at this point, season two, I honestly, I feel like, and I think we, everyone will feel like one of the fans of the only murders, uh, you know, in the building podcast, like all, all their, their fan group. A hundred percent. Um, because that's how it feels. That's how it feels right now. Yeah. Like we're we're, theorizing groupies. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I want the merch. John Hoffman, (laughs) tell me where I can get that hoodie. I need it now. Uh, I hope it's, I tried searching for it. I couldn't find it. Uh, but as I said earlier, there's a fantastic fourth wall breaking in joke, um, that everyone knows season two is never as good as a season one. But honestly, I think these six episodes are proving Oliver wrong because so far I'm, I'm just really enjoying it so much. Um, again, there's some people that could look at some of the reused story moments and sort of tropes and, and feel like they might not necessarily be fresh, but I think, like we were saying, and I think, you know, kind of like how Charles and Oliver would like to be seen, they're more matured. They're these these moments are 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 like we're we're sure. we're growing into them and we're 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 sort of um again good, yeah. expecting them at this point. And and hopefully in a season three we can get to a place where we're like, again, as I said, I can't wait to see what they go with with, you know, that joke or if they bring this joke back and I'm just I'm loving it. Um I think again, you know, along with the relationships of Charles, Oliver, and Mabel, their performances are just even better this time around. And it's just, it's crazy how they're still surpassing, you know, with the depth of their characters, like the depth that they reach this season. Um, even further in, we're getting this, this just these incredible moments of just really heartfelt moments between these guys. I don't know, it's just... It's making me cry. I'm thinking about it. Um, as it stands right now, I'm interested to see if they can pull it all together with how much they've expanded on the new case because they're kind of making it, again, as we said, bigger. So it's it, it, there's a lot of moving parts <laughs> as of episode six. And so I think this might be even better than season one, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, as of right now, however, I'm going to give these six episodes also five out of five butchered bunnies. Dude. Let's go. I'm so happy for this. I'm, I want to rewatch all of them. Not all of them are coming out tomorrow, but uh, we're going to watch all of them. I hope that doesn't make you really angry to the point where you might want to murder me. Um, <laughs> if it does, um, well, we'll let Justin tell you how you can reach us. Uh, Justin, can you let the, the wonderful listeners know uh, how they can reach us on, on any of the content we cover? Uh, maybe give them like a little hint covered in blood or something like that. Uh, well, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or they can reach out to us on Twitter because we're on Twitter. Yeah. 
at GeekcentricYT. And we're also on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. And I'd love to, if, if any of you listening want to send us your theories on like what you think is going on, again, we promise not to spoil anything. We'd love to to hear theories. That's one of my favorite parts about this show is is getting to talk with you. And I know as soon as we end this recording, Justin, we're going to be like, okay, what's going on? What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is it. We hope you enjoyed this spoiler-free review for Only Murders in the Building, Season 2, Episodes 1 to 6. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Keep in mind, we also have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies, TV shows, and games, including our spoiler-free reviews for The Man from Toronto, which is out on Netflix right now, uh, and The Sea Beast, also from our friends on Netflix, uh, which is out on Netflix. Justin, when does that come out again? Uh, July 8th, July but it's in 8th. theaters now. In uh, If you're in Canada, it's, it's playing in theaters in, in Toronto and in Vancouver. Okay. Um, yeah, so if you, if you want to check it out in theaters and, and get the theatrical experience, you can do that. You have to. That movie was really good looking you got to check it out it's it's beautiful um and again those are both from our friends at netflix we also have you know continuing with disney here our spoiler free review for disney and pixar's lightyear uh, as well as our interviews with lightyear director angus mclean producer galen sussman and composer michael giacchino up right now uh, and we also have our interviews with miss marvel directors adil and bilal who directed episodes one and six of that show uh speaking of miss marvel we have our watch club weekly every single week with episodes dropping every Friday covering Miss Marvel right now where we speculate and break down every moment. We had a really great episode uh, last week with Darcy where we uh, we broke down some really intriguing aspects about that episode and I'm really I'm really stoked to to go further with that and see where that leads. Um, but we also recently wrapped another watch club for Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, which you got to go check out our finale episode, Justin, Kevin, and I, the original trilogy. Uh, you got to go check that, check out that episode. <laughs> it was great. We got some really wonderful conversations about just getting really, really geeky uh, all over the, uh, the incredible finale. And we were so blessed to have two incredible Canadians join us for an interview from Obi-Wan Kenobi. We have the show's director and executive producer, Deborah Chow, as well as Anakin Skywalker himself, Hayden Christensen, on the Geekcentric podcast. Justin asked him some really lovely questions, uh, one that I loved about Star Wars and fatherhood. So if you want to hear those responses, definitely check out that episode. And also uh, check out our, our Twitter uh, we've dropped some clips from those uh, if you want to check that out as well. Uh, and you can also check out the interviews on YouTube as well. We've got a lot of our YouTube channel right now, uh, youtube.com slash geekcentric that again, you can go and check out. And our review for Thor Love and Thunder will be coming soon on July 5th. Uh, so keep an eye on our socials to see whether or not the gods have graced us with yet another excellent Thor movie. Uh, very stoked to hear uh, our thoughts on that. <laughs> And, uh, and finally, we have our weekly This Week in Geek episodes every single Wednesday where we bring you the latest news and trailer reactions. With our last episode, uh, Justin, Darcy, and I discussed everything from Star Wars Celebration, uh, and we even talked about some stuff that technically hasn't even been released yet. So if you're a huge Star Wars Ooh. fan, please go listen to that episode. Go give all those episodes a listen and leave a five-star review if you don't mind. Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this review. And as we say, love ya. Peace. Peace.